According to a new bank rate survey conducted August of 2023, one in three workers feel they are behind in saving for retirement. Coming up next, how to grow and protect your nest egg on a journey to and through retirement. And now, Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. How prepared are you for retirement? That's what we're discussing. Opening up the show, Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts, President and Chief Investment Advisor with Roberts Wealth Management. I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins. Well, Paul, you mentioned that bank rate survey. Kind of uh, kind of alarming there. Over one in three American workers think they're significantly behind on their retirement savings. Nearly one in four haven't contributed uh, in the last year. Only one in four say they're contributing to their retirement savings since August 22. So 36% said they were contributing about the same amount. 17 uh, said they were contributing less than last year. And 22% said they weren't contributing last year or now. So does it surprise you that so many people are saying that they're either not contributing or they're way behind? Well, Dave, you know that in the financial industry at this point, not much surprises me. Right. Uh, That's kind of why we put this data today for everybody, right? Because we're we're hoping that, that some of our listeners are surprised or hopefully they're not surprised by this and they're aware of it and, and taken, you know, uh, self-responsibility for themselves. This is something that, We've, we've talked about many times on previous shows over the last few years is that we feel that there is alarm bells should be sounding all across America right now because we have such a large po- uh, portion of our population moving into retirement. We have such a large portion of them not prepared as far as savings to be able to retire and adequately supply for themselves. And it, it it just blows me away that no one in, in on Capitol Hill and politics, our leaders, no one on any any media stations, no one anywhere is sounding alarm bells of, hello, what are we going to do when we have millions upon millions of Americans who can't afford to take care of themselves? We are not that far away from it. Hopefully, by bringing awareness to the subject, talking about it, and getting this conversation out there, you know, maybe we hopefully we're ringing those alarm bells, at least for a few individuals listening today. And and we're doing our part to help out going forward, because I, I feel uh, we have a serious situation on coming on our hands as we move forward. Dave, wouldn't you say? Yeah, most definitely. 25% aren't contributing. Nobody's saving. They don't have enough. That could be a problem, right? It, it will be a, a problem. So, I mean, what, you talk about the factors actually every week on this show that, that we're having to deal with. So some of those and what others possibly could be preventing folks from contributing to their retirement? Well, you know, I think there's a, the the lack of contribution to retirement has gone on for a while. And that's kind of why we put this show together today is is what I meant to say that when I was speaking earlier, to, yeah. you know, bring awareness to it. We Instead of just us talking in generalities, I wanted us to bring some facts into the mm-hmm. show right today, mm-hmm. some some numbers and statistics for people to listen to. Um, but, yeah, the, the, this is very alarming. Um, I think one factor, though, has significantly increased this in the last three years. And that would be the pandemic. You see, we, you know, I, I read a lot of social behavioral studies, a lot of a lot of economic behavioral studies, um, financial behavioral, and I can tell you, in the last three years since the pandemic, there has been a major shift in people's people's behavior and how much they save and how much they spend. Now, there's you know a lot of debates over there whether the pandemic had effects on people and the lockdowns and everything else, or if it's just 
the state of everything going on right now. Everybody is kind of in a, a really tense, you know, stress state. So mm-hmm. it makes people feel better to, to buy something or to do something, you know? And so consumerism is at an all time high, but to add to what we have here and, and what, what, what we do, we'll, we'll get those stats together and bring them forward on another, on another show coming soon. Um, so don't quote me. I don't know them exactly right now mm-hmm. on top of mine. But the real alarming uh, stats right now are where the national savings rate has gone. We're back in that $2 range mm. that we were in right before the 2008 financial crisis and the debt ratio that people are consuming. And then what is super, super alarming is how far behind people are on their credit cards. I wish I had the statistics in front of me right now, but I don't want to waste our time on a show pulling them up on the Internet. We'll, we'll bring them back in another show. Um but the amount of Americans who can only make the minimum payments on their credit cards right now is through the roof. Well, that, that's alarming, folks. We're we're not we're being drawn so far into materialism and consumerism that we're not taking self-responsibility for ourselves and our financial future. And, you know, somebody's got to talk about it. We need people to, to wake up and start paying attention to this and doing something about it, because what are we going to do when we have a quarter of our population in the future who can't afford can't afford to pay their bills and can't afford food you know i'm yeah. sure that we always the government would always be happy to step in and take care of everybody um I, i'm not don't feel that i would want to depend on the government no. at later ages i don't know about you dave or our well except for what i paid into that. you know like yeah I, i'd like security. to get my social security back right right exactly <laughs> get my medicare and my social security <laughs> back but that, that, i paid for that right uh, exactly exactly yeah. and you're but, talking but about they all... give you something you didn't pay for i think we all know how that goes right there's a right. lot of strings attached a lot of hoops to jump through and you're not always going to get the best care and attention that you need and you know, when I'm 80, 85 years old, I think I, I need some good care and attention. I'd mm-hmm. like it to be sure. a little bit higher level. <laughs> well, absolutely. And um, and that's why we need to think about it now and, and boost our savings. If we're not, you talking about the consumption uh, reminds me of the famous uh, quote from South Carolina Senator Fritz Hollings. Uh, he said, there's too much consuming, and uh, that could very well <laughs> be the case now. And just one of the contributors to why savings may be down for many Americans. Uh, Paul Roberts and the team, they will talk to you about it. They are actually great coaches for you when you're in that financial red zone to help you get as much savings as you can with good saving strategies. 800-891-8680. I know we'll talk later on the show about decumulation strategies. We're talking about saving strategies here now. 800-891-8680 to schedule with the team of all-star advisors. So um, how can, what, what should we be looking at doing to maybe expedite our retirement or stay on track and on course to our target date? Yep. Well, one, one thing, first of all, uh, just to state a, a very broad generality here is that I feel we need some of the leaders of our nation because, you know, I don't if you say, why are we not saving enough and and why aren't the leaders of the nation or our politicians somebody saying, hey, you guys need to save more? Uh, I I would I would put it out there and say that there are there are there are many members of our government who do want good for people and will say, hey, I want to see you save and I want to see you do good. But I would it's just my personal opinion that today the number of people uh, on the opposite side outweigh that and they they would prefer us to all go broke and be dependent on the government and and that's if that doesn't invigorate you or create a passion and a fire inside of you then i don't know what else will 
And that's why I'm, I'm making that statement today to hope to, to bring that passion to people. Because see, as a, the American culture as a whole has to learn balance. You know, we, like you said, consumerism, too much consumerism, yet we are an economy that is based on consumerism and needs consumerism for it to, to stay healthy and lively. So we need consumerism, but we, we need to be responsible consumers, right? And so we got to relearn a little bit as a, as, a, as a culture and learn how to take care of these things. But the good thing is every, there are a lot of ways to save out there, right? Most every job and every employer out there today offers a 401k. Now, we don't always think the 401k is the best savings tool, but there's one great thing about a savings tool, 401k. If your company is still providing a match to put that money away, you should definitely be taking care advantage of that. You should be contributing at least as much to your 401k as your as your company provider, because if not, you're just leaving money on the table. That's free money they're giving you for retirement, right? But but then you know you have a, a lot of companies and 401ks today are not contributing anymore, and it's it's all on you. Well, if you're in that situation, um, you know I'm going to leave you with another idea before we break for the segment. It's called tax code 7702. If you've never heard of it or you don't understand how to utilize tax code 7702, in a minute we're going to give you an opportunity to call us and sit down with one of our advisors and learn how these work. But to give you an idea to the people of why I am talking to you about this specific tax code is because saving for the future is not only going to be, hey, I need to make sure I save enough. But it's also I need to make sure I save it in tax friendly ways because we feel that taxes will probably go have a high probability of going up a lot in the future. So I don't want to save much of my money pre-tax as in an IRA or 401k. I want to save all my money after tax. Personally, I do not have any money in a 401k or an IRA. I don't save any pre-tax money because I understand we're at all time tax low and I want to pay my taxes now while they're low. I don't want to pay them in the future when they're high. Tax code 7702 is where I personally save majority of my money for retirement in the future. And the beautiful thing about it is I put this money in, it goes in after tax. So yes, I pay the taxes now, but that's at an all time tax low. It grows tax deferred, just like any other tax deferred, say retirement account. But when you reach retirement, you'll be able to pull this money out tax free and utilize it as income in retirement. That is the key in my opinion of really retiring successfully in the future is avoiding the high tax rates that we have a high probability of running into. But there's a lot of ways to save folks. There's a lot of ways to set yourself up. What I hope this encourages you to do is to just get onto the path and the journey of saving for retirement and saving properly. And here's what I want to share with everyone. We live in a do-it-yourself retirement world. Your company gives you a 401k and says, figure it out yourself. But you don't have to figure it out yourself. Don't go do it yourself. Don't take it on yourself. Come hire a great team of people who professionally do this every day and let them help you build a path so that you're not just blindly saving for the future. You know how much you're saving, what you're saving for, what the future looks like, and start worrying about building out that future income and as much tax efficiency as possible. That is our recommendations for this segment. We're going to come back with a few other live segments, but I just wanted to let you guys know there is no cost, no obligation to call one of the uh, all-star advisors of Roberts Wealth Management. You call our team. We're going to get you set up with what we believe are, are the all-stars of the industry because they are very well-rounded and specialized in all their own unique needs. They're going to sit down, have a warm cup of coffee with you, and get you on track to not only get to retirement, but thrive all the way through retirement. So if you're looking to thrive, pick up the phone and call us today. 
Love it. 800-891-8680. Not just survive, but thrive. 800-891-8680. And Paul mentioned tax code 7702. To put it in a nutshell, from bank rate, it refers to a section of the Internal Revenue Code that lays out the specific requirements for life insurance policies to meet favorable tax treatment. Favorable tax treatment. Uh, and proactive tax strategies, building income in your retirement. As I mentioned, we're going to talk about D, the deaccumulation phase of your life on the show today. It's a different, it's a different ball game. Retirement planning. Work with a team of all-star advisors at a fiduciary firm, uh, suggesting what they feel after getting to know you is best for you. What they feel is in your best interest. 800-891-8680 and a limited opportunity to schedule at no cost, no obligation. Paul usually opens about 15 on the schedule every week on this show. Uh, so schedule yours, and it will be about you. 800-891-8680 to do that. 800-891-8680. Well, we spend most of our careers accumulating money for retirement, but once we hit that financial red zone, the focus needs to shift to decumulation. We'll break that down and explore some ways to do it correctly straight ahead. Roberts is President Chief Investment Advisor with this firm, Roberts Wealth Management Offices in Biloxi. That's the original in Mobile and Daphne, Pensacola and around Houston. And a great team working with you. It is a team effort with your retirement. And mentioning a, it was, it is a different phase of your financial life. Uh, we've been accumulating all our lives. Uh, what, what is decumulation, Paul? I mean, break that down for us. What is that? Well, first, I'm going to state decumulation is something that has not been explained or expressed to the American public well enough. I think that's um, that's very obvious today and the, the amount of people who have not saved enough for retirement and the amount of people that just cannot successfully complete their lifestyle to the standard of living that they had before in retirement anymore. And it, and it I think this is one of the th- biggest things that people miss in retirement planning and, and setting out through your retirement is not understanding the difference in the accumulation phase of life and the decumulation. So basically, decumulation is just a, a big word for de-accumulating. Right. Mm-hmm. right. <laughs> uh, right. I, I like to use the word distribution because people understand that a lot. We better, hear that a lot in, more, it seems like, right. yeah. In the industry, the, the, the normal term terminology is accumulation and decumulation, but that's a little confusing to people. So today, I'm, to clear it, I'm going to say accumulation and distribution phase. So okay. in other words, you spend all of your life saving, right? Yeah. Like 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 Dave and I are, work, go to work, get on the radio, go educate to work. people, make yeah. some money, save some money. Save it. Save that money for later. You're in the accumulation stage, right? Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things about the accumulation stage and the deaccumulation stage that people don't understand is there's one major, major factor in uh, separating the two different philosophies and the different strategies you should have in each stage. And that one thing is called time. See, in the accumulation stage, we have all the time, right? We've got 20, 30, 40 years to oh, save yeah. till we get 60 or 65 and retire. So we have time on our hands. We can be more aggressive with our investments. You know, I'm 45 right now. I don't plan on touching any of these assets to at least 65 or maybe older. 
I don't, I, I can take more, I can be more aggressive and take more risk with my investments because if the market goes up, market goes down, just as we hear people say all the time, the market always comes back. That is a very accurate statement and is very true. The market will always come back for the people who have enough time. Mm-hmm. And that's what where people get confused. You see, sometimes we're talking to people in our office and we're looking at, okay, you don't have a proper written retirement income plan here. You have no plan on how you're going to distribute your, your savings to yourself, how long they're going to last and how long it'll be before you run out of that money. You know, you're just simply taking withdrawals blindly mm-hmm. and, and hoping and guessing that you make it. And I say, and then sometimes we look at them and they say, you've got all your money in stocks. You're, you're retired and taking income. Well, why do you have all of your money in stocks? And we get an answer. We get a lot is, that true statement I said earlier that everybody's been conditioned to understand, they say, well, I have it all in stocks because, yeah, the stock market goes some down sometimes, but it always comes back. And our response is, yes, it always comes back. But when? If you have time on your hands. <laughs> right. But if you are retired, you're no longer in the accumulations phase. Time is not your friend anymore. Time is your enemy. Now you're distributing that savings to yourself in the form of income. And if markets take downturns and they get volatile, you know, a lot of people saw it during the pandemic, 30% downturn in the market. Well, if you take a 30% hit in your account and you continue to take income withdrawals while it's down, then that statement of the market always comes back will probably not be true for you. It does always come back and it will come back if you're not touching that money and you're leaving it there for the long run. Mm -hmm. But if you're taking income withdrawals from that money, you see hits in the market, you probably will never recover those losses and get back to even. And so it's, it's a mind shift that people have to understand they have to make between the accumulation phase and the distribution phase. Yeah. Right now in the accumulation phase at my age, I can have all my money in all stocks and crypto and whatever I want and as much risk as I take. If I get hit hard in the market next year, and it takes me four or five years to recover. It's not the end of the world. I'll recover. I'll be back. It's okay. I'm in the long run. But if you are taking consistent withdrawals for income from your account, that is not the case. You're not in the long run. You don't have that time. And you should not have your all of your ass, all of your savings invested that heavily in risky assets such as stocks, mutual funds, and crypto. You should have a healthy balance in there of some stable money and some growth oriented risk money, but you gotta, you gotta factor in and you gotta figure out how much do I need it at risk and growth and how much do I need stable? And where we feel most people get it wrong is they walk in their financial office, uh, advisor's office. And if you're working with a national big box brokerage firm, all they specialize in is accumulation. They don't educate, they don't teach their, their brokers how to understand prudent financial planning in the distribution phase. Their focus is the accumulation phase. Nothing wrong with it. That's just their business model, their focus, right? So people don't get a proper adequate income plan, and they, they're still stuck in the accumulation stage type of investment profile. Well, when they sit down with this broker, the first words they answer is, well, how much risk do you want to take? Well, or how much return are you looking to get? Mm-hmm. Well, I want to make 9% on my portfolio. Okay, well, then you need to take this much risk. Okay, great. But nobody factors that risk into their income withdrawals. You see, we work the opposite way. We believe that's where most people get it wrong in retirement. They've got the they've got the cart before the horse. Uh-huh. 
we want to put the horse back up front. And how we do that is when we sit down in our office with a new prospective client coming and we're talking and we're talking about income and everything, they say, well, you know, what's my return going to be? How much risk do you want to put me at? And we simply say, sir, that's the cart before the horse. Before we worry about how much risk and how much return we're going to make you, we need to make it and figure out how much income you need to sustain your lifestyle. Right. And how much income you need is going to determine how much of your savings should be in secure investments and then how much can be at risk. What are some of those that we should be looking at? We've got a lot of um, options there. You know, right now we we utilized a lot of CDs last year, now last two years, but now we're running into a problem with CDs. Um, And and people out there buying CDs right now, understand this, um, you're going to get caught People got high on them. Hey, look, CDs are paying 5%. Yeah. But if you notice now at the bank, they'll only, they will only issue short term CDs mm-hmm. at that rate, mm-hmm. like three months or six months at the most. And when you come back, they're, they're going to, they're going to D, uh, they're going to derate those and they're going to, they're going to drop rates significantly. They understand the volatility of markets right now. So if they were offering like a two to five year CD at 5%, okay, that'd be, I, that's great. Cause what happens is if you have a fixed interest rate environment, Right. You know that CD is going to put off 5%. We know exactly how much income we can take. It doesn't matter what's happening in the stock market. It doesn't matter what kind of volatility markets are seeing. We know that that asset right there is putting off 5%. It's guaranteed so we can take 5% income. The same used to be true with bonds. Uh, we used to utilize bonds a lot for distribution assets for income. However, bonds now are in a very peculiar situation because we're in major concern over the debt crisis breaking out in America and because the Fed has been manipulating uh, interest rates and they're going to have to manipulate rates more, which is not going to be favorable to bonds going forward. So we got to watch utilizing bonds because you go secure in a 10 or a 20 year bond right now. You're stuck with that for the next 10, 20 years. We know that the Fed's going to start changing rates in the next year. So don't get yourself in a situation where you're devalued or stuck. Another instrument is annuities. We use a lot of fixed annuities. Right now we're finding two, three, four year fixed annuities paying 5% plus. Okay. Well, if we know we're earning 5% interest for the next three years, we know exactly how much income we can take. And it doesn't matter what the volatility of markets does going forward. Right. Uh, Then we've got fixed indexed annuities, another great vehicle. Um, About the same thing as a fixed it meaning fixed, meaning you can't lose money in it, but indexed, meaning it actually follows the market. So if the market goes up, you make money. If the market goes down, you don't make any money, but you don't lose any money, which is the key factor for people in retirement today. When we talk to clients about these type of products and they say, well, I've, you know, I've heard that some annuities are bad. Yeah, there are some terrible annuities out there, but we are an advocate for what we refer to as the indexed annuity. The reason being, because you can participate in market gains and you don't have to participate in market losses. Mm-hmm. So we ask a client and they say, well, how do I know if an annuity, the fixed index annuity is right for me? I tell them, you know, imagine a situation and you say, okay, well, I want to get all the gains of the market. Okay. We can put all your money in stocks and we can go after achieving a hundred percent of the gains of the market. But what goes along with that is you have to accept a hundred percent of the losses of the market which most retirees can't do today. They don't have enough savings to take the losses because they need income. Okay. Well, what an index to annuity does is it says, all right, I don't necessarily need a hundred percent of the gains. What if I could get somewhere between say 60 and 80% of the upside of the market? Yeah. 
but I got 0% of the downside of the market. I'm good with that. That's right. And so most conservative retirees today are saying, you know what? I don't want to roll the dice with my retirement. I don't, I don't want to risk another 2008 financial crisis. I feel we got economic hardship coming. I don't necessarily need a hundred percent of the gains because I'm not willing to accept a hundred percent of the losses. So you know what? I'm okay accepting a little less gain to avoid all the losses going forward mm-hmm. to know I can secure my retirement. And I'm never, I never have markets stealing my lifetime savings from me. And that's, that's the type of clients that we work with. Um, you know, we're not right. A good fit for everyone. Um, we look for more conservative based people who want to plan their life and know that they're going to make it. We run into people every day, Dave, who are bigger risk takers and they like rolling the dice and they say, oh, I'm just going to, I've always rolled the dice, you know, and I understand that a lot of entrepreneurs we meet, they say, I've gone broke or bankrupt three times in my life and started all over. I can keep starting over. And my question is, well, I understand that I am an entrepreneur. I am a risk taker, but at what point and what age do you say, I'm not really that willing to start all over. I would rather not take all that risk. I would rather just make sure I know I'm going to see out my life, enjoy my grandkids, do all the things I wanted. And I'm going to leave this earth peacefully and not overwhelmed and overstressed. That's the clients we're looking for. If that's who you are, then here's your opportunity to come sit down with one of us. There's no cost, no obligation. This is a full-blown review of your entire retirement, your entire financial picture. We're going to look at your income, your income plans. We're going to look at your tax plans. Do you have tax plans? If you don't have tax plans yet, why not? Have you had these conversations when you're advisor? When's a good time to start building tax plans and income plans? How are you handling the risk of the market? What are, most importantly, what are the fees and commissions in your portfolio? And not just the ones your broker tells you you're paying. What are the buried and hidden fees that you're unaware of? We bring all that to the surface in our meetings and our reports. We do a full-blown, fully comprehensive review of everything in your financial situation, your estate planning, your beneficiaries, every aspect of your financial picture. And we get everything sewn up as nice and sweet as we can because our objective is for you to live out the life with the confidence you deserve. Come sit down with one of the all-star advisors of Robert's Wealth Management. Let's see what we can do to relieve that stress. Let's see what we can do to put you in the driver's seat and give you the confidence you deserve. And it's at no cost and no obligation. It's a limited opportunity to schedule your comprehensive review. 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680. Again, 800-891-8680. Yeah, retirement planning can be complicated, even intimidating. It doesn't have to be as bad. At, though, when we come back, some tips to simplify the process that could leave you happier in retirement. site is robertswealth.com robertswealth.com you know we always talk about it when paul closes the show answering listener questions and how do you submit your question info email info at robertswealth.com however if you go to the website a box will pop up instantly that you can send a message to them so you can even send your question that way you can hear uh, past podcasts there's so much available at robertswealth.com it is retire right radio with paul roberts president chief 
Chief Investment Advisor with Roberts Wealth Management. We're going to look at, as we said earlier, some uh, some tips to simplify that process of entering retirement. And especially, Paul, you just talked about decumulation or distribution. It's a kind of a mindset shift for so many. And that's, that's the first thing I think that you talk to people about when they're entering retirement or in the financial red zone preparing for it is shifting that viewpoint. It, it, it is. It's an entire mentality change, lifestyle change. It's a transition. You know, this, this changing from the working life to the retirement life is the largest transition of life anyone will ever go through. You know, it's it's a bigger event than buying your first house. It's bigger yep. than getting married. Yeah, you know, can be. Maybe, maybe maybe not bigger than having kids. Okay, so yeah. it's one. Of the, the point is it's one of the largest events that you'll ever go through in your life. But one it's as long. One of the largest long, transitions of life. It, and, and it's right? longer than raising kids for most people than it takes to That's raise right. a child. That's yeah. right. You know, it only takes 18, 20 years to raise a child, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Retirement, you might be there for 30 plus. It could be. Okay. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a major, major life transition. So I always ask people, well, if you're transitioning a, a complete shift and transition of lifestyle and of, of everything in your life is changing, why wouldn't your investment philosophies and strategies shift and change and transition with you? Right. Well, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What we, what we find is, and that's our biggest, uh, you know, obstacle to overcome is helping people shift that viewpoint and see it from a different perspective of decumulation instead of accumulation. You know, we spend 40, 50, 30, 40, 50, 60 years of our life accumulating. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're, we're conditioned. We're, you know, we're, we're, we're in that, that frame of mind, in that state. And so it's really hard for people to understand, hey, you're in a new world. You're in a new life. You got to change your state of mind. You got to change your understanding. You got to change your philosophy. We need to shift that viewpoint so that you can understand how to successfully decumulate all those savings that you accumulated in your life. Because I don't want you to run out of money at 82. I don't know anybody who wants to run out of money in their 80s. I mean, if, if nobody you're married wants married or, or have kids, the good thing is, you know, you always have your kids to depend on. You could always move in with them. But you don't want to. Uh, but you don't really want to. I don't <laughs> know anybody out there. I don't and know they don't want you I don't to. know many kids who want their parents to move in with them, right? <laughs> exactly. Could, could you imagine, uh, Dave? Could you imagine, Dave, your, your kids yelling at you, turn that light off. You don't pay the power bill around uh, here. I right? know. Oh, my no. gosh. Wow. That would be rough. Yeah. Oh, Dave, you left the refrigerator door open again. Uh, <laughs> What's wrong with you? And then right? them telling me to not run with scissors. That would be the lowest yes. blow. <laughs> what are you yeah. doing? Handering dangerous objects. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about really feel like you were returning to childhood. Uh, right? No, as nobody say, as wants we age, that. we return to childhood. But go living with your kids, you'll really feel like you're returning. I know. To no kidding. It'll be like full circle. You know, you talked about so, this when you talk with people. And, and you know, some of them may tend to say, I want to look at, you know, what my risk is and and you said no wait a minute we're, we're putting the cart before the horse right. uh what are your let's look at what your anticipated income needs are yes what what do we need what is our income need your your paycheck is not coming in from work or your business anymore right mm-hmm. what kind of paycheck do we need to replace you see there's something else that i like to call the paycheck replacement program Right. Mm-hmm. You know, government always comes out with all those cute <laughs> things. You know, the PPP. Exactly. Well, PRP. <laughs> yes. This is the pay, Paycheck <laughs> Replacement Program, the PRP. You're going to replace your paycheck. Before we start talking about risk, before we start talking about what types of investments you need, we have to assess what are your needs, right? 
that's where people get the cart before the horse. They start choosing investments and picking out investments before they know what their needs are. Every investment vehicle out there is designed to be a tool to achieve a specific job, right? We have something we go through with our clients called our gills exercise. And I, I love acronyms because it sticks out in people's head mm-hmm. and it tries to simplify things for people to understand. Okay. What gills stands for is there are four attributes of any investment vehicle out there that we are looking to achieve. Well, if we're going into and put money in investment, there are four things we're looking to achieve, either growth, income, we want to assess our liquidity and we want to assess our safety, mm-hmm. right? So gills, G-I-L-S. It's growth, like the buckets, income, liquid, right? and safety. Yep. Yes. Here's the thing. There's the four attributes we're after, but here's the key. Everybody's looking for that perfect investment. It doesn't exist. All investments are designed to achieve a job and achieve one, two, maybe three of those attributes, but you can't get all four. It's impossible because if there was a perfect investment out there, you know what it would do, Dave? What's that? It would would grow, provide income, Mm -hmm. be fully liquid and available at any time, and do it all safely. But it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. So you have to pick and choose between the two. Or what's more important to you, growth and liquidity? If growth and liquidity is more important to you, then you're going to look at a stock or a mutual fund or a cryptocurrency, right? Yeah. Because you're not you're not worried about safety. You're worried about growth, long-term growth, and having it liquid and available and able to trade it or move it. Okay? So if we want growth and liquidity, we're going after those types of vehicles. In the accumulation stage of life, you're going after growth and liquidity, right? So you want to use stocks, mutual funds, cryptocurrencies, things of that nature, mm-hmm. right? Then let's shift to the decumulation of life or the distribution stage. Out of those four attributes, what's more important, growth or income and liquid or safety? Well, if you need income, then I'm going to say income is more important than growth, right? And we all need that. And we always need a certain amount of liquidity, but liquidity is not more important than safety because I got to know that I can take that income and market losses aren't going to take it from me Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to run out of money, right? So once I shift to the distribution stage, I'm not looking for the G and I of gills. I'm not looking for, I mean, a G and L, growth and liquidity. I'm looking for the I and S. I'm looking for income and safety. Right. So if you're looking for income and safety, you're going to go look at a, a CD. A CD is not liquid. It's not designed for growth. It's designed for income and safety. A bond, an annuity, things of this purpose, real estate. Real estate is for income and safety if it's utilized properly, right? Rental income. So there's a lot of different investments, but what I'm trying to express here, every investment is designed to achieve a specific job. It's designed to achieve growth or it's designed to achieve income or it's designed to achieve liquidity or it's designed to be safe. One of these aspects, and you have to pick and choose what are those attributes you want. How we do that is how do you, you don't know which tool to use if you don't first define the job. And that's why we start with income planning. Okay, that's putting the horse before the cart, going in the proper order. Mm-hmm. Income is our job in retirement to the accumulation stage. Okay, well, how much income do we need? All right, now we know we need this much income. How much of our savings do we need to carve out and dedicate towards being that income? Right, we know that if we want income and safety. We're going to go to our tool bag and we're going to choose an income and safety product. So it's it's very simple ways to break it down that we walk our clients through. Dave, you know, we're, we're all about education and empowering. What everyone out there should understand is if you come and sit down with, with one of our advisors or one of our team members, 
we're going to walk you through a lot of exercises like this that we've developed over the last 15 years where we found ways to simplify the financial world in ways that people can relate to it and understand it. And that way they can make good decisions for themselves. We see that one of the worst, the biggest flaws in financial industry today is that everyone in industry is start is told to talk in percentages and averages and terminology above people's head. Mm -hmm. You walk in, they want to talk in the beta and the gamma and the returns and all this and confuse people. Our industry is trained. The Monte Carlo and the El Camino. And That's right. They will talk about all this fancy stuff. Right. And the purpose is to make the, the person feel inferior so they don't know what they're talking about. They just need to do whatever the advisor said. Uh -huh. right? We find that unethical. We belong. We think that the financial industry should be done exactly the opposite way. It's not my job to show you how smart I am and that your, you know, your your knowledge is inferior to me. It's my job to bring your knowledge up to par to where we are. Mm -hmm. It's our job to take the overwhelmingly complex world of the finance and simplify it in ways that you can understand it and you can relate and you can see, and there you can make decisions for yourself. Right. We never tell a client what to do. We never have. We never will. Our job is to educate you and give you the information you need to make good decisions and for ownership. Yourself. And we're very good at doing that. I got to tell you that the team, the all-star team of Robert's Wealth Management, they are some of the most educationally oriented. They love it. They're teachers at heart. Nothing more do they love than opening people's eyes and perspectives and minds to new ideologies and things that they yeah. may have never seen. It's it's what we wake up for every morning. It's the fire in our belly. It's what they thrive on. It's and gratifying. They every day. Yeah. It's gratifying. And so I guess my question before we go to break for all of our listeners out there is, when you sit down with whoever gives you financial advice, do you feel that they're that passionate and that they feel that gratified by what they do? Do you feel that they really feel like they're really making a difference in people's lives or they're simply selling you a product and moving on to the next? Well, if you've ever felt that, if you haven't ever felt that way, here's your opportunity. Come sit down with one of the team members of Robert's Wealth Management. And I got to tell you, from the beginning of the experience, from the first contact with one of our client liaisons who will schedule your meetings and introduce you to the team, to the first people you're going to meet at the door when you walk in, every team member you're going to meet, not just the advisors, but every team member you're going to meet is going to be passionate about helping you change your future and succeed. And you're going to see and you're going to feel that passion. That's what we call the Robert's Wealth difference. If you're not currently seeing and feeling that passion, whoever's providing you financial advice, then my question is you, do you have enough confidence to get a second opinion and give give it an opportunity? Come in, experience a Robert's Wealth difference, see what it feels like. And I can tell you this from my personal experience and everyone that's come in, people love it. I don't know if you'll love it, but I have a good indication that you probably will. Pick up the phone calls today. Come sit down with one of our team members. Let's get you headed on that path. Your retirement should be a joy in your life. Let us help you make it a joy. And 800-891-8680 to make this happen. And what's a good time for you to come in and, and talk about your retirement or, or get a second opinion? 800-891-8680. What are your gills? And again, gills is that acronym of at Robert's Wealth for growth, income, liquidity, and safety. And properly allocated, uh, that's what they'll look at in a fiduciary sense, too. Uh, what's the best allocation for you? What are, the, in, their, in their mind, in their heart, uh, the best strategies in your best interest? 800-891-8680 to schedule. 800-891-8680. It's that simple to come in and talk about 
what could be a period longer than, as we said earlier, longer than you raising your kids. Could be 30-plus years. Very important. 800-891-8680. Well, we mentioned if you want to submit a question uh, to Paul to answer on this show, that's easy. You can either email info at robertswealth.com or you can go to the website robertswealth.com and that's where uh, right on the home page a box will pop up and uh, welcome to robert's wealth management how can i help you today and you could say get paul to answer this question for me throw in your town too so we can shout it out that's straight ahead on retire right radio robertswealth.com and also email info at robertswealth.com for questions for Paul Roberts Q&A time. I do want to mention though now if you really want a team uh, together answering your questions even more specifically that comes with that consultation you can schedule and the number again on that is 800-891-8680. Let's though let's open with Becky in Biloxi, Mississippi. I'm 65. I have no retirement, only benefits from Social Security. How can I begin saving? And more importantly, where do I begin investing so late in the party? Oh, um, thank you for submitting your question from Luxie Deer. Um, I'm going to say that's, that's a kind of a really hard question for me to answer, though. Um, I, would, I would suggest, you know, you, you sit down with a financial planner or advisor and and let them look into your personal situation a little more because basically said, you know, 65 and the only retirement she has is social security. So, well, how do I begin saving? I mean, I, that depends on, can, can you, you know, live within your means on your social security or, or whatever forms of income you have? And, and is there any extra disposable income that you could put away for savings? You know, Unfortunately, a lot of people get to that point in retirement. And that's kind of what the show's all been been all about is, you know, proactively saving so that when you get to retirement, you're not just fully dependent on Social Security because most people I've ever met in my career who are dependent on Social Security, there's there's usually not enough land yap, as we call in the South, right, extra. There's not enough disposable income for them to save more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say, you know, first thing would be let's, let's write out a bit a list of your expenses, you know, your bills and where does the money go and where, what can we save? And, you know, let's just figure out and try to get you a number. Hey, I can save this much a month and just try to stay disciplined to it. Then lastly, she asked, well, where do I begin investing this late in the party? You know, that's, that's all to, to be determined as, as you sit down and figure out how much you could save and where you could put it and what are your options out there? Cause you know, unfortunately for people trying to begin saving later in life, a lot of times it's not a lot of options because uh, if you don't have any savings, because, you know, a lot of investment accounts and things have account minimums, you know, they may only accept 5,000 or 10,000 or mm-hmm. 20,000. So a lot of times people end up in that situation. They haven't saved enough. They say, well, I want to start putting in an investment. Well, you know, there's not a lot of investments available until you save enough. And so sometimes we have to just tell people, Hey, you've, You've got to save it in the bank until you hit ten thousand or twenty thousand, or yeah. you know whatever the required minimum is for those accounts. Well, there's a gills though for Becky. There's, there's right. a gills plan: growth, income, liquidity, and safety. Uh, Becky, you can call in 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. 
And next up, it's Phil in Pascagoula, Mississippi. Hey, I Dave, before you jump on it, yeah. I wanted to tell you, I love you keep bringing the gills back up because uh, it, it just stresses my point here. Yeah. That, obviously, I use acronyms such as gills because I'm a fisherman and I love to be right. a <laughs> I figured <right>. that. <laughs> but why? That, that uh, is an exceptional opportunity, ex, ex, explanation to people. Why do I take my financial planning so seriously and my future financial planning? Because I have passions. I have things I love to do. Mm -hmm. They cost. Right. You know what? People tell me all the time, and I hear people say, "Every no, life's not all about money, and money isn't everything. You are 100% right about that. Life's about love and respect of others and about family and being kind to your others. But you know what money is? It's mm -hmm. the key to freedom. Yes. And if you like freedom, you need to take responsibility for your finances. And so I want to stress that point. No, it's a good show, point. We uh, started off on, hey, nobody's saving enough. Well, you know what? If we need like, to get busy. If you like freedom, do something about it. Well, and right? it's exactly <laughs> what the whole team there works with people to get, and our listeners here to get them to, and that is that financial freedom. That is the goal, and that's what we all strive for in retirement. And as Paul said, their goal also is to have you not only survive but thrive. Uh, that's that's right. the goal. Very, too many people are out there surviving in life, Dave. Let's forget that. Let's thrive. Let's, Let's do enjoy some it. thriving. Yeah. Yeah. Phil is in Pascagoula, Mississippi. I recently retired. I have a will and a power of attorney as I have a sizable net worth and no debt. Now, I've read a, a bit about trusts, however, and I'm still unsure of the benefits and drawbacks of creating one. Do I need to consider this or will the power of attorney and a will suffice? Um, no. When if. A, a power of attorney and a will do not suffice. Power of attorney gives someone, you know, another family member or loved one or somebody you want to give them the power to sign or act for you. You know, in other words, that gives them the power to act on your behalf in, in certain situations. Then they have health care directives, they call too, mm -hmm. which is, is a power of attorney for your health care. In other words, you, you, if, you know, 75% of our medical costs in our life accrue in the last 45 days of life. And most all of our listeners know somebody out there that, you know, the medical world will sit, keep you alive on barely on, on a machine pumping some fluid through you, you know, for months on end and, right. and, and totally, you know, bury your family in debt and, and, and the last days. And so a health care directive gives family member the right to say, no, I want you to pull the plug. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to keep me here in this state. I don't want to be in a coma. And they're honoring um, your you know, wishes. Yes, they're so. honoring your mm -hmm. wishes. So a healthcare directive is, is something that should go additionally to the power of attorney. But a will is the most important thing. People think if they have a will, we're good. Oh, I wrote a will, so everything's good. Does no. that avoid probate? That's will? why. You nailed it, Dave. A will does not void probate. The whole point of estate planning later in life is to avoid probate. You don't want to go to probate. Your assets can be frozen. Your family, your, your children, your family members now have to figure out how to come up with money, and they have to pay legal fees for attorneys and courts and everything while all the assets are frozen. It gets drug out in court. It could be one, two, three, four. I've seen probate that's still there after seven years. Oh, man. Okay. So to avoid that probate, what we want to do is, is a living trust, okay? So, in other words, if we put a living trust in place, all of our assets go there. It doesn't create any tax efficiency for us. Uh, what it does, it provides protection for our family. Right. right. It says that if I die, the trust dictates how all my assets will be distributed, and it voids probate. You don't have to go to the judges. You don't have to go to the courts. You don't have to deal with attorneys. It says exactly how things are supposed to go, 
And if you have that revocable living trust on file, it makes everything smooth for your family. He asked here in the beginning, should I have this? And he says, I have a sizable net worth and no debt. I say, yes, Mm -hmm. we feel that everybody should have proper estate planning and a revocable trust online. I'm 45 years old, but I'm the breadwinner for my family. So I've had a revocable trust in place for my children and my family since I was 30 years old. Oh, wow. Yes. Estate planning, revocable trust are a great thing that I personally believe everybody out there should have just to protect your family. We'll talk about it, uh, Phil, 800-891-8680. Here's Adam in Woodlands, Texas. By the way, Phil, uh, Dave, I know, I know we're running out of time, but I wanted to tell Phil, hey, guys, and for everyone listening out there, uh-huh. we have our own estate. We have estate planning attorneys that we have teamed up with. In I'm glad state. you said we've got, that. We've got yeah. attorneys in Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Florida. So we have a team of estate planning attorneys in each state, no matter where you are. So when you come in to visit with us, the the advisors are going to talk to you about estate planning and we're going to see if it's something you need and it's adequate. And if it is, we're going to recommend that and we're going to refute for you yeah. to the state planners we have, which give us a, a pretty darn good deal. Well, on the I'm, price for I'm our so clients. glad you said that because you reminded me, I was going to actually ask you about that <laughs> yeah. on Phil's behalf. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, here's Adam in Woodlands, Texas. I have 210,000 invested in the stock market. Now the majority of that is invested in what would be considered safe stocks and bonds. What are your thoughts on keeping my money in the stock bar- uh, market versus liquidating all or a portion of it for a few months or years, given the current financial crisis? Um, first I would clarify here, um, where you said the majority of that is invested in what would be considered safe stocks. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the word safe in our industry has to be utilized property. Safe means I'm guaranteed. That I'm, seemed I'm like an oxymoron, stocks. safe stocks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there, there's no such thing as a safe stock. I, I'm, I'm thinking what he means is he's in more long-term oriented stocks or more dividend, uh, oriented okay. stocks, mm-hmm. which I understand that but they're not safe. Nothing's safe. Okay. Mm. Um, bonds, bonds are more safe because a bond, the good thing is if you hold it all the way to fruition, then there's no way for you to lose money. Problem with bonds right now is they're, they're, you know, given 10, 20 year durations. And as we have interest rate fluctuations due to the federal reserve going forward, you may end up in a situation where you're holding a bond for 20 years. That's not the best bond because you can't get out of it because it's been devalued because mm-hmm. of interest rate fluctuations. So be cautious when, when, you know, bonds have always traditionally been thought of as safe, but we're in a different environment today than we ever have been where all the dynamics of everything coming together are make saying that a bond is not necessarily safe today. Okay. Um, but then he says, should should I look at liquidating all or a portion of it for a few months or even years, given the current financial crisis? Um, well, all I can tell you, Adam, is in our portfolio, um, our you know our managed portfolios this year, we have re-entered markets. We had gotten out of them in 2022 and went to safe positions. We have re-entered them in 2023 um, to, to go after a little game, but we have we've just slowly dipped our toes in a pool. We have not allocated any more than 60% of any portfolio to stocks. We're still holding at least 40% of our portfolios in more safe cash alternatives, T-bills, government bonds, things of that nature, short duration, fixed interest. Um, I think right now, yes. Just the old idea of just hold it, you know, sit it and forget it and hold it and through the ups and through the downs Mm -hmm. is a bad idea moving forward in the economies and markets that we're in. You have to be much more strategic 
we're not taking the shotgun approach of just spreading it everywhere and hoping it works anymore. We think that today's markets, you need a rifle approach. You got to be very targeted, get in an asset class at the right time, get out the right time, go to cash at the right time, get out of cash at the right time. So it sounds to me like you have one of the more, the older style brokerage, big box brokerage uh, type portfolios where you just put you in a bunch of stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and you just sit it and forget it and hold it forever. Um, we think those days have passed. We, I would say, in my opinion, you need to be much more strategic today and much, you need to maneuver much more. So, yes, I would highly recommend you come sit down with one of our all-star advisors. And before we wrap up the show for the day, last but final option, ladies and gentlemen, if you have any questions about your financial future, if you have any uncertainty at all about your retirement in the next 5, 10, 20 years of your financial plan, do you have uncertainty about government? Do you have uncertainty about sociocultural effects? Do you have uncertainty about war? Do you have uncertainty about global effects? There, I don't have to tell everyone. There's a lot of things to be uncertain about and concerned about today. But you don't have to live that way. You can build a prudent, designed financial plan that is holistic in nature and covers every aspect of your finances. You can enjoy life and not live with that concern. So if you're living with those concerns, Here's your last opportunity for the day. Pick up the phone, call our team, come sit down with one of the, what we feel are the all-stars of the industry, the Roberts Wealth Management Team. 800-891-8680. That is how you schedule. 800-891-8680. When you come in, you're talking about you, and they want to hear about it. Because if you go forward, the more they know about you and what, how you see your retirement, what you're bringing to the table, then that's a head start if you go forward with the planning process. 800-891-8680 and at no cost, no obligation. 800-891-8680. As always, thanks so much for joining us. Have a great week ahead, and we hope to see you next week right here for Retire Right Radio. Roberts Wealth Management is registered as an investment advisor and only conducts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up to date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. This program is a paid advertisement sponsored by Roberts Wealth Management. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. Discussion should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of these strategies discussed. Investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. Asset allocation, rebalancing, and diversification do not ensure or guarantee a better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. References to market results do not represent the performance of Roberts Wealth Management. Historical performance returns for investment indexes and or categories usually do not deduct transaction and or custodial charges of an advisory fee, which would decrease the historical performance results. There are no guarantees that a portfolio will match or allocate perform a specific benchmark. Tax information provided is general in nature and should not be construed as legal or tax advice. Always consult with an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Roberts Wealth Management is not engaged in the practice of law or accounting. Tax and social security rules are subject to change at any time. Annuity guarantees are subject to the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company.